Welcome, everyone, to episode 10 of State Champs Ohio Extra Point. I'm your host, Jeremy Otto. We thank you so much for tuning in here today. Right off the rip, we want to remind you to subscribe to the podcast. There's a number of platforms that you can listen to us on, and we want you to subscribe to at least one of them so you can get this up-to-date content. And do us a favor right now, text a friend, share with them on Facebook, maybe share it in a tweet. Someone else that really likes Ohio high school football because we have some great content revert back to some of the ones if this is your first one that you heard maybe because of our guest here today we've had a lot of great interviews and we're expecting the same here today out of rob page the head coach at big walnut more on him in a second but first we want to talk about our presenting sponsor lawrence technological university lawrence tech wants you to recruit yourself just go to l2athletics.com and click on the recruit yourself link academic and athletic scholarships are available in over two dozen varsity sports including football. You can follow our guest on Twitter today at Rob underscore B underscore page, just like you'd expect it to be spelled. You can follow his program at BW Eagle FB. Again, that's BW Eagle FB. And we're happy and we're happy to have coach Rob page on the line right now. How are you? Doing well. How are you? Doing well. Looking forward to the start of the playoffs here. Got to be an exciting time around your program. We'll get to that in a second, but you know, second year as a head coach, obviously, of the program, you've been around the area as an assistant before, but, you know, right around 500 last year, 10-0 and 0 this year. I mean, does that match expectations? Do you think exceed what you guys were thinking coming into the year? Well, I know this sounds sounds cliche and, and, and like it's coach speak, but, I, you know, we're never going into a season saying we're going to be 10-0 and 0 or win a state championship or win a conference championship. Those results really kind of take you away from the process of, of daily improvement. And our goal all offseason was just to get one day better, get bigger, faster, stronger, um, increase our football IQ, come become closer as a team, love each other. And I think if you do those things and you focus on the process, then the results kind of take care of themselves, especially when you have some uh, pretty dynamic players on your team. And really the last decade before you took over, good teams, but you know, kind of near 500 when you look at that collective record. Mm-hmm. But I think something very impressive that you guys posted on Twitter, I think on the football account, 29-1 and one across freshman yeah. JV varsity this year. I mean, for taking over a program, there doesn't seem like there was a huge overhaul in terms of what you maybe needed to do on the lower levels, on the surface at sure. least. Well, you know, our um, and and if you want to dig a little deeper, our fresh or our seventh grade and eighth grade only lost one game each. So, um, you know, they so the the future is pretty bright at Big Walnut. Um, you know, I think one of the biggest things that that I, I want to establish, you know, coming into a program is is how we work, um, how we prepare, you know, how we train, commitment, discipline you know, those type of things. And discipline isn't necessarily like, you know, running sprints or something like that. It's doing the right thing consistently for the right reasons. And that's something that, that's something that, you know, I've, I've, uh, I've really kind of pushed. And I think it's important to, to develop relationships. I think kids today, I think you can coach them hard, um, but they do need to know you care about them. And I do think they need to know the why. I think that's an important component with kids nowadays because they have every thought mankind has ever thunk at their fingertips, and you know and they can look you, they can look it up and call you on your BS, and 
you know, so they need to understand the why. And one of the first things I did coming into the program was uh, do a home visit with every senior. So I went, I went to their house, I met with them, you know, wanted to know what was important to them, wanted them to clearly understand my expectations and, you know, make sure that this was for them. Um, and I did that in year one. And then in year two, I kind of flipped the script and it did a home visit with every incoming freshman and their family hmm. so they could understand the program. I figure as, as these guys get going, by the time they're senior, if they don't understand the expectations, um, you know, there's there's something wrong. And I, I can I can very definitively tell you that by the time a guy's a senior, and he's been in our program. He, he knows what he needs to do and he knows what we expect if he wants to play. And we're not going to bend on those standards. And by doing that, um, I, I think it's really allowed the community to, to trust us as a coaching staff. Um, we really pride ourselves on preparation. We're very detailed in our approach or why. Um, you know, it's not what you do, it's how you do it and why you do it. Um, and, and we kind of pride ourselves on that. And then we, you couple that with some really talented players and, um, you know, you, you get a run and that's kind of what we're on right now. I like that aspect of the, the home visits. I'm not sure I've ever heard that in, in high school sports. I know you coached a little bit in college. Is that something you kind of took over mm -hmm. from college and implemented here? Well, you know, to be honest, it actually is. And, you know, you have to develop a relationship so quick, especially when I was coaching Division Two. you know, back in the day when you still, we, we, we traded tape. And, you know, we'd have to get recruits VHS tape and watch it. And, you know, the first time you might meet a kid is in December when you're recruiting him. In fact, one of the best kids I recruited when I was at Mercyhurst, he was a he was a, uh, you know, I met him in December and you got to build a relationship awfully quick and, you know, and you got to get parents to trust you. And I was a 23 year old punk and, you know, doing those home visits, you know, really paid off. And, you know, when I first became a head coach in high school, I thought, wow, I think that's a, I, I think that's a good move. And that's something that would, um, would get buy-in or at least get kids to understand, Hey, this is what he's about. Maybe I don't want this or no, this is what he's about, you know, I'm all in. And, and that's something that, you know, I think Big Walnut is pretty hungry to, to, to have success. And, you know, there's, there's no cheat in the game of football. You have to work, you have to be consistent, you have to be disciplined and you have to do things right. And it's one of the reasons I love it so much. And, and the kids were hungry. The community's hungry. I mean, this is a, I think this is a really special place. There's not very many, there's not very many one high school, school districts in central Ohio, you know, we're, we're, we're a little far enough away from Columbus to where, you know, we're not a suburb we're our own separate entity. And, and it's a great place to be. And I think it's a great place to raise a family and um, it's a great place to, to, to be a football player. And you say raise a family, you probably can't see it because most of this podcast will be on the audio side, but behind coaches, mm -hmm. dad is our MVP, a little, <laughs> a little sign there made, I'm sure by your son or daughter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, my two boys, my, my oldest hands, my oldest's hands are the goalpost and my youngest hands is the, is the, uh, is the football. Yeah. JJ and Brady. Um, I, yep, yeah, I'm a dad. I got two boys. They're, they're pretty football crazy too. It's hard when you're when your dad spends so much time and they're in the locker room and they're in the weight room and the older they get, the more they want to be around, which is pretty cool. So, you know, being able to hopefully one day share, you know, share that um, experience with them would be pretty special as well. 
Well, four and six before you got here in 2019, hired in the winter, the late winter, I guess, of 2019, and then 2020, you took mm -hmm. them to the playoffs. 31 to 13 loss, tough loss to Dublin Skyoto, but you played them yeah. again this year in the regular season and beat them. So is that kind of your unofficial <clears throat> beginning of the playoffs there, late in the regular season? You think? Um, I don't know. I don't know if I'd necessarily put it like that. I mean, you know, I we try to talk to our guys about every game, every week is the most important week because it's the only one you got. I mean, in 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 the past two years, there's been cancellations, there's been quarantines. Um, you know, I mean, I, I would imagine every football team in the state has some story of someone in their family losing their life to, to COVID. Um, and just the fact that we get to play every week is special. So that's kind of our approach. We don't look ahead. I never once talked about 10 and 0. I never once talked about playoffs. You know, I'm not going to talk about state championship. The only game right now that matters to us is uh, Olin Tangy. And they, they're the only team on the schedule right now, and, and they're pretty good. So, you know, we're gonna give it, we're gonna give it everything we can there. Um, I, you know, I will say it was it was gratifying for our players to beat Scioto. You know, they beat us twice in the first time we played them. Um, they beat us on a four hail mary, crazy into the game situation that you know I think it really crushed our guys last year. And, uh, you know, they beat us by a point in the first game. So, yeah, beating Scioto was pretty gratifying. I think I think playing how we played against South is pretty gratifying. They're a great football team with great tradition. And, you know, we've had some pretty good wins. I mean, Canal Winchester is a really physical team. And so, you know, just the fact that we were able to we were able to play the way we played against our opponents is, is a testament to our kids and our coaching staff. I read an article that was a preseason article in the Columbus Dispatch. The headline, Big Walnut, Golden Eagles working to restock the shelves. Obviously, that's referring to some key lost seniors, but you knew the mm -hmm. the sophomore class would be real special, and they've done a great job this yeah. year, haven't they? Yeah, they're. I mean, they're fantastic. Those kids, it's a number one, there's, there's over 25 kids hmm. in that class playing football, um, which is big for any level. Um, number two, there's some guys, I think, that can play scholarship football at the next level. You know, whatever level it is, I'm not sure. I'm not the one to decide that. College coaches are, but I definitely think they can play it, and they're going to get some college paid for. Um, they work really hard in the offseason, um, and they're talented. And, and, yeah, I mean, we felt good about it. You know, I think anytime you have a first-year starting quarterback, you know, they're going to go through growing pains. Um but Jake's a, he's a really hard worker. And I mean, he's sitting in class right now, um, mm -hmm. prepping for a Spanish test just after we got done watching, watching some film and watching some practice films. So, I mean, he, he's relentless in his approach and, uh, you know, we have some other really talented guys and pretty deep. We, you know, we have a starting offensive lineman who's a sophomore. We have a kid who's gets a lot of tight end reps. Um, you know, we we have some other guys who next year will they'll be two year starters. I I know for sure, and um, you know they're a really ta they're a really talented group, and, and we felt good about this season. We felt good about our schedule, and um, you know, and, and everything kind of fell into place. Nate Seavers just named Conference Player of the Year the other day. Thirty three touchdowns for you on the ground. You have quite the one two punch mm -hmm. at running back, don't you? Yeah, yeah, Nate's a Nate's just, Nate's a special runner. I mean, he he didn't he hadn't missed one workout since um, I've been a head coach. He uh, 
you know, I mean, he squats over 400 pounds. He, every single play in practice, he goes full speed. I mean, I have to, he gets upset with me when I sub him out in practice to give other guys reps, you know, he's a, he's a, he's a rep hog and, um, he's just, he's a, he's a really fun kid to coach because of how hard he goes and how humble he is. I mean, he's willing to listen and learn. And early in the season, he was making some cuts that really weren't exactly where we wanted it to go. And he was humble enough to, to, to accept the coaching and get better. And, you know, I really think, I really think it propelled him to, to have the season he did. Um, I mean, in the stat that really stands out the most to me, I mean, he averaged eight yards a carry, hmm. which, which is an insane number at any level. Um, but, but again, you know, we knew coming up he was going to be a pretty special player. As a freshman, he had 50 touchdowns. Um, so, yeah, he's a, he's, he's, a, he's a scoring machine. And then, you know, and, and, and I think Garrett Stover is about uh, as good as anybody in the league, too. Um, he, he just – he plays every single rep at safety. And, you know, we call him the eraser because he can cover so much space. And so, you know, he covers ground in so much distance. He can, he can line up at 12 yards deep and make a tackle for two yards. And, you know, it looks like, it looks like we have a light box, but, you know, Garrett's going to erase it. So he's a, he's a pretty special kid in that respect as well. 83-yard kickoff return last week as well for you for a touchdown. That's got to be a big piece for you as well in terms of the return game. But have you found that you had to be creative a bit because, you know, teams obviously can angle away kicks. And what are you expecting as, as these state playoffs unfold in terms of what that could look like? Well, we put two guys back there that are really good. So whichever way you kick it, you're in trouble, number one. And then by alignment, we try to align to make it very difficult to have angles to squib kick it. And then if you pooch it, you're going to pooch it right to someone. So we don't give you very many options. And, you know, if, if I was to ever say there's any area of the game that might be undercoached in high school, it's special teams. Teams usually line up and do what they do because they're comfortable with it because of practicing and things like that. So believe it or not, they've been kicking to them still. So, you know. <laughs> You'll take it, right? <laughs> yeah, we're going to keep trying to bust big ones on them. Well, and something that uh, sticks out for him is the defensive side as well, which you mentioned a little bit, but he's kind of transitioned positions. What's what's gone into that for you guys? Mm -hmm. Is that more just trying to find his natural spot? Yeah, as a, you know, he started varsity as a freshman, and, um, you know, there's a long line of Stowers coming through Big Walnut. I mean, his dad was All-State. His uncle was All-State and ended up playing at Ohio State. So, I mean, there's a – you know, the name Stover in, in Sunbury, Ohio is, is – you know, carries a lot of weight, so to speak. And, uh, you know, as a freshman, you know, we felt like he could best help us at corner. So we played there, but we knew that was not going to be his natural position, getting bigger and stronger. You know, he's, he's 6'2", 190, mm -hmm. and can run like a deer. So, you know, I, I joke with him. I'm like, yeah, you're, you're 190 and you look skinny. So... <laughs> Yeah, safety, safety, you know, kind of that safety outside linebacker, Sam Nickel type thing. You know, that's probably where he's playing at the next level. And, uh, you know, he, he missed a couple games. He missed a couple games in the middle of the season, and he's still second on the team in tackles hmm. as, a, as, a, as a safety. So, um, and, th and those aren't a bunch of long run tackles. Those are tackles for a loss. I mean, he's got double-digit tackles for a loss. He, he's a player. Well, you mentioned the bloodline as well. His cousin, Kate Stover, currently playing at Ohio State. He had an unofficial visit there earlier this month. Much more of those coming for him if he continues to play this way, right? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I would imagine this winter he's gonna he's gonna start getting some interest from a variety of Division One schools. You know, um, just academically he's strong. You know, athletically, like character. You know, he's the kid you want to recruit because he's going to be a program guy. He's going to be a four-tool special teams guy. Um, he's only going to get bigger. You know, could, could he get big enough to, to play in the box? Yeah, probably. Um, is he athletic enough to, to be able to carry a seam in a, on, a, on a vertical receiver? Yeah, he is. So, yeah, I mean, I would I would imagine quite a few schools will be in, have, you know, wanting to take a peek at him. Well, and what we've already talked about in the run game as well, your pass game has been solid over 1,000 yards with the young sophomore. And Nikki Pentello yep. has been pretty impressive with you at the receiver spot too, right? Yeah, yeah. He's he's dynamic when he gets his uh, hands on the ball. You know, we use him in the run game. We use him in the pass game. We'll line him up at Wildcat. He does a lot of different things. And, you know, I mean, I, we've thrown for 18 touchdowns this year as well. So, you know, in terms of in terms of offense, you know, we do have the ability to 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 big play in the pass game. And and, and that's always nice because we are going to get loaded boxes with with having seven back there in the backfield. And some other guys on the defensive side of DN, a junior that seems to have kind of rising stock in the college scene as well. Ethan Clawson, what do you think he does well? Yeah, I mean he's you know he's about six four, two fifteen. He's really long. Um, he, he plays with his hands. He's super. You know he, he can he can play the run. He can play the pass. Um, super physical. You know, just a really tough, tough, tough kid. Um, you know, we had, you know, we had another, we lost our other defensive end who was pretty much a mirror image of him to a, to a, to a leg injury for the year. And, you know, those two guys at bookends made it awfully tough to run the football. And then it's a D tackle, Christian Takich, another guy who's drawing some D2 interest, him and Lawrence O'Malley are two other guys that lead the defense. What are they doing well right now? Well, you know, they're, they're tough physical seniors who, um, you know, have just really stepped up. Lawrence leads us in tackles. Um, Christian Christian is is in the top five in TFLs. He plays three technique for us. So, I mean, he does a great job of defeating double teams. They're both wrestlers, so they play with really great leverage. Um, and they play with super high motors. I would say, you know, kind of the hallmark of our defense is how hard we play and, and, and how we get 11 guys to the ball in a bad mood. Well, Olin Tanji already mentioned it a little bit. Uh, your first playoff matchup on Friday at 7. Uh, down in Ohio, your overall thoughts on you know what they can bring and you know matching up against an undefeated team, they already have maybe a little bit of chip on their shoulder. Sure, uh, I mean number one, Olin Tangi is, I can tell you they're the best three and seven football team in the state of Ohio. I you know I can I can guarantee you that number one. Um, Coach Solis has been there for quite some time, and you know if anybody knows anything about a Coach Solis coached team. They're, they're going to have a solid plan. The kids are going to play hard. And he's going to find ways to exploit matchups. And, you know, and I think that's something he's done a lot of throughout his career when I've watched him from afar. And now when I study the tape even more, you know, it's, it's more evident that, you know, he's, he's going to put his guys in great positions and he's going to put your defense in a bind and he's going to attack their eye discipline. Um, and they're going to have a solid plan and their kids are going to come in and play really hard. And historically, Olin Tangy Big Walnut is a huge rivalry. You know, going back to the days when um, Scott Wetzel was the head coach, I know that, that you know, Big Walnut and Olin Tangy, that was it. That was the show in town. And, you know, the stands would be packed. Half, the, half of them would be red. Half of them would be blue. And it was a, it was a big game.
Have you talked about that with your guys? No, <laughs> to be honest, I haven't. <laughs> I mean, you know, like I, I've never been a big rivalry guy because, you know, if you, if you talk rivalries all the time, then you're, then you're looking ahead. So I'm, I, I really, really, really try to live in the moment and focus on whoever our opponent is and just invest everything to them. So, um, no, and I mean, heck, a lot of these guys, they don't remember, you know, they don't, they don't remember 2007 state championship and they don't remember the battles with the Braves and, and stuff like that. So, you know, we're going to write our new chapter in, in, in that history book, so to speak. Anything you guys have done to just try to stay loose as you head towards the playoff? Any gatherings on the team's part? Or? Uh, no, we're pretty routine-based. I mean, you know, we, we have the same Monday every week, same Tuesday, same Wednesday. One thing we do do that might be slightly unique to kind of, um, you know, make sure we're focusing on the, the, the mind as well as the body is uh, we do yoga every Thursday as a team before practice. You know, bring the yoga mats out, um, bring a yoga teacher in. She does a phenomenal job. Um, and, you know, and she, she really can kind of have her finger on the pulse of what do they need? Do they need a little bit more flexibility and stretching? Do they need a little bit more mindfulness? Um, and, and I think that's really kind of help our guys uh, stay loose and, and, and focus on the task at hand and, and have, that, have that solid mental preparation. You know, and then on Thursdays, you know, we'll always do some sort of character education and, uh, and leadership training. Um, you know, we'll talk about um, Tom Allen, actually. Uh, he was the defensive coordinator of my high school when I was in high school. He's the head coach in Indiana now. And um, I know a lot of people might think that, you know, the LEO love each other stuff is, is hokey and, uh, you know, and, and over the top. But I can tell you that's who Tom Allen is. I mean, he's been that way since 1998 when I met him. And he, he's the same guy who he is today. So in terms of, um, you know, we did a lesson on, you know, we took the five, five love language quiz. And, um, you know, we talked about how can we apply that to our to our guys on our team and stuff like that. So um, every Thursday we do that. We do yoga. Then we go out and we practice just like everybody else. But, um you know, other than that, in terms of special stuff, no, I'm I'm not creative enough to to come up with any uh, you know over the top theatrics and stuff like that. I'm 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 pretty plain Jane. Well, do you have any Allen stories for us that involved you or? <laughs> not me, but I know he's chipped his tooth about uh, about 20 times since 1998. Now celebrating with guys, and I know he busted his tooth last year. So when it happened, I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm not surprised. That's probably that same one. Um, you know, and like he was the defense coordinator. Our head, our head coach was a, uh, he's a, he's a hall of fame, Indiana, uh, head coach. And, you know, just being able to be around such great coaches growing up. Then I went to Wittenberg university and I played for coach Joe Fincham there, you know, it, it's, it's been an, and, and just the mentors I had before I was a head coach, I coached basketball. I was an assistant basketball coach with Brooke cups at Centerville you know, and he taught me so much. So, you know, just the fact that I've been around these great guys and been able to learn from them has really, um, I think, helped me grow as a coach. And without and them, I know I wouldn't be the man I am today. And I know the run is nowhere near over in terms of your guys' mind, I'm sure. But, you know, 10-0 and sitting back as, as the program, you know, the coaching staff, it's got to mm -hmm. feel pretty good, right, at this point, only in year two? It, it does. It does, you know. Um, but, I, I mean, I will say, like, our players expect to win. And we expect to win as a coaching staff. So 
Um, you know, but more important than that, we expect to play our, our best. You know, we talk all the time. We want to squeeze the life out of every, we, we want to squeeze the life out of this season and get everything out of this season. And when it's over, wherever we end up, let the chips fall and be satisfied with our effort and our preparation and how much we committed to this. And, you know, then that way you, you leave with very little regrets, which, as we all know, is one of the most painful things is life is, in life is, is regrets. Well, Coach, thanks so much for stopping by here today. We look forward to watching you going forward, and best of luck in the state playoffs. I appreciate you uh, having me on. This has been a lot of fun, and, um, you know, being, being able to talk about Big Walnut football and the successes of our guys is, is, is fantastic. Thank you. Thank you so much. One more thank you to our sponsor, Lawrence Technological University. Recruit yourself at ltuathletics.com. Again, that's ltuathletics.com. Head to Twitter and follow us at StateChampsOH. Again, that's at StateChampsOH. And like we said earlier, tell you know maybe your friends like Ohio High School Football have somebody playing in the state playoffs. We'd love them to have um, have them join our network here and you know break down some of the best football there is in the United States, certainly in Ohio. And as we narrow in on the state playoffs, a lot of exciting topics to get to, and we'll take you all throughout this season leading up to Canton, Ohio. Have a great week, everybody. We'll see you next time.